Attention SLPs and OTs with existing private practices. Are you ready to level up your private practice and your life and make this your breakthrough year? If so, join us for Make More in 2024, a free training offered on Thursday, March 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern to discover how to shift from clinician to CEO. During the training, we'll talk about the importance of maximizing your income, adding revenue streams, setting up systems, and more so that you can ultimately work smarter and build a successful, sustainable, and sellable business. To sign up, just visit growyourprivatepractice.com backslash training. Don't miss the chance to learn how to effectively navigate the growth phase of the private practice journey. See you on the training. Today on the Private Practice Success Stories podcast, we're going to talk about two major milestones the 100th-ish episode of this podcast, and also my 40th birthday. First, I'll share some of the biggest lessons that I've learned from guests on this podcast, and then I'll share some lessons from my life and also share some plans for the future. So stay tuned. I'm Jenna Castro-Casbon, speech-language pathologist, business coach, and creator of the Start Your Private Practice system, And I'm on a mission to turn stuck SLPs into successful private practitioners. If you're tired of dealing with high productivity requirements, high caseload sizes, and low pay, it's time to take control of your professional, personal, and financial life and finally get the freedom, flexibility, and financial abundance that you deserve by working with private clients in your own practice. Join me here each week as I share tips, best practices, and inspirational interviews on the Private Practice Success Stories podcast. If you're a private practitioner or one in the making, you're in the right place, so let's get started. So most of you know this, but I'm from New Orleans, which means that I love to celebrate things. And today I'm celebrating two amazing milestones which is 100 episodes of this podcast and also 40 years of my life. I'm on a mission to help at least 1,000 SLPs build successful private practices this year. Now, I started my own private practice journey back in 2006, much, much earlier than I had anticipated. You see, I always thought that I would be in private practice someday when I was older, like maybe 40, uh, Um, When an opportunity came by to treat a private client, I got started much, much sooner. In fact, I was 26 years old at the time, and I jumped on it. And the reason why I was able to do it was because I had two mentors. Their names are Rick and Catherine, and they got me set up and they got me started off on the right foot. At the time, I didn't believe that private practice was something that I could do, especially that early in my career. But because they believed in me and they generously showed me the ropes, I was able to do it. And that's how I started my private practice. If you want the full story, head over to startyourprivatepractice.com backslash webinar. And that's where you can hear the full story of how everything happened. Fast forward a little while and my grad school friends started asking me questions about my private practice and asking how they could get started. So on a whim, I formed a company that I called the Independent Clinician to help my fellow SLPs start their own businesses. It started so small. I used to sell 
chapters of an ebook. I used to sell them individually for 10 bucks each. And then I decided to put the ebook together and I called it the Guide to Private Patients. I still have it on my shelf. Some of you have seen videos of me see this big, colorful bookshelf behind me. Well, one of the books on that shelf is the old ebook that I wrote back in 2008. And you might own the book, right? You, a lot of people own that book. I sold actually thousands of copies of it. Um, it was 128 pages long. And, you know, at the, for the time, it was great. It helped a lot of people get started. And it started off as a little side hustle that I was doing on nights and weekends after seeing my private clients. Over time, I realized that if I wanted to make a bigger impact on this world, I needed to grow the independent clinician and serve more SLPs and also serve them better than just an ebook. I turned that ebook into a comprehensive video course with checklists and worksheets, and I called it the Start Your Private Practice System. At the time of this recording, we've had over 1,100 SLPs and a handful of OTs come through that program. And the goal is to welcome a thousand more SLPs this year, because when SLPs start their own private practices, they get more freedom, flexibility, and financial abundance, and kids and adults in communities all over the U.S. get access to much-needed services and get off wait lists. I am incredibly proud of this program because it works, and it works really well. And one of the reasons why it works so well is because of the mentorship that the team of mentors provide our students in the private Facebook group. That was one of the things that was missing with the ebook, the mentorship and people to look up to, people to answer your questions and to help get you unstuck and moving forward. Now, actually, I need to back up a little bit. For years, people have been asking me to do a podcast, but to be honest with you, I'm an introvert. And I'm not really all that chatty in real life. So I wasn't really sure what to talk about and whether anyone would even listen. <laughs> and then one day, I vividly remember this. I was in Trader Joe's and I was checking out and I had this like light bulb moment. And I realized, Jenna, you listen to podcasts all the time and most of them are interviews. Why not just interview people and let them be the center of attention? Duh. Well, that felt so much more comfortable to me. So I decided that maybe I could do a podcast. I figured that if I could get one person per month, I could do a monthly podcast and have 12 episodes for the year. So I posted about it in the SLP Private Practice Beginners Group, which hopefully you're in there. If not, you should request to join. And I asked if there was anyone who would be willing to share their private practice journey on a podcast that I was thinking about starting and that I was going to call the Private Practice Success Stories Podcast. Well. 12 people commented within one hour. So I guess there was more of an interest and willingness than I had previously thought. It turned out SLPs were eager to share their stories, and I was excited to create a platform to allow that to happen. I'm not sure if this is totally clear to all of you listeners, but the whole point of this podcast is to show regular SLPs just like you that it is possible for you to become a successful private practitioner. And it's also to show people that there is no one way to have a private practice. The very first episode is Kathy Hindman, who shared her experience of working with private clients 
out of her home. To date, that episode has the most listens, and maybe that's because it was the first, but it also stands the test of time. Although I have refined my podcast process since then, I have featured people at all levels of private practice, from people who were students in the Start Your Private Practice system, sharing their first year in private practice, folks like Tiffany Resvani, Emily Hussey, Lauren Walden, Katie Brown, and also Becky MacArthur, who's uh, Canadian, to those with 20 plus years of experience in private practice like Ruth Bass, which was a really fun interview. Ruth is a firecracker. <laughs> that was a fun episode. I've also featured those with huge multidisciplinary private practices. Folks like Nikki McCrory, Carrie Hennant, Ryan Landingwin, Laura Knott-Riggle, and Vanessa Anderson-Smith. And perhaps my favorite story of a multi-location private practice are business partners Renee Robles and Christina Ramos, who were featured in the podcast actually twice. So in their first appearance, they shared how their goal was to open five locations in five years. And at the time, it had been three years, and they had in fact opened three locations, and they were planning for a fourth. And then COVID. But despite that, they opened that fourth location and they're still on track to open their fifth location in five years this year in 2021. I also love their story of becoming business partners, which people are often really curious about how to make that work. Well, these two are a great example. Another person who has been on the podcast twice is Ebony Green. Now, this is a fun story. So Ebony and I recorded her first episode. And at the time, I didn't have a podcast editor or any help with this thing. So there was a delay of about four to six weeks when episodes were being recorded to when they were actually released. So anyway, Ebony emailed me one day after we had recorded the episode and was like, Jenna, I don't think that you should air my episode. And I was like, why, Ebony? It was great. And it's actually supposed to come up next week. And she said, because so much has changed since then, since we recorded the episode a few weeks ago, and like nothing I talked about is true anymore. So I did convince her to let me release that first episode. And then we did a Where Are They Now episode like six weeks later, and her progress was truly amazing. And Ebony and I have become friends, and I love watching her growth, and it is truly amazing and inspiring. So please listen to these two episodes if you want to learn from a powerhouse. Another person who talked about how her private practice grew much quicker than she expected was Shauna Klump, who has a growing private practice in Baltimore. Sometimes people's private practices really take off, and well, hers did, and it was fun to hear the lessons that she learned during that peak time. There have been a lot of SLPs in the podcast who are parents and who have designed private practices around the lives of their family. If you are a parent and you want to have a private practice and be available for your kids, some great episodes to listen to are my interviews with Roshanda Epps, Rosemary Ott, Beata Wozni-Brooks, Carmen Glasgow, and Joanna Burns. So whether you want to work quote-unquote mother's hours or have a private practice just for a few days a week, you can do that if you are in charge of your schedule and you are making the rules. It is much harder for people to swing that when you're working in hospitals or schools. 
I've also made a commitment to amplifying diverse voices and sharing the mic to make sure that Black, bilingual, and gender-diverse SLPs have space to share their stories. For example, there was a great episode featuring Tamala Close, who's one of the founders of SLP Private Practice in Color. She's just one of the many Black SLPs who have been on the show. Another great guest was Kevin Dorman, who serves gender-diverse clients and is transgender themselves, and they've been doing telepractice long before all of us made the shift. I've also featured SLPs who are bilingual and serve bilingual populations such as Amanda Puentes, Tia Javier, and more. There's also a great episode coming out in about two weeks with Ilan Hutchinson, who shares her story of growing up in the Bahamas and coming to the U.S. for college and graduate school and finding success in building her private practice. There is not enough diversity in our profession, but there is diversity amongst private practitioners. Sadly, I think that one of the reasons why this is, is because people have faced discrimination in regular settings, and so they decided to create their own. It's great that private practice is an opportunity that exists for everyone. I've also really enjoyed featuring the stories of folks that I've brought on as mentors and coaches for my paid programs. So if you're thinking about joining Start Your Private Practice, make sure that you listen to the episodes with Adrian Fuller, Bobby Adams-Brown, Claudia Hamilton-Davison, and Tommy Teshima. Likewise, if you're thinking about joining my new program for intermediate private practitioners called Six Figure Private Practice, make sure that you listen to the episode with Lauren Glessing, which just recently came out. I do need to get Ben and Danielle Tadas on the show. Goals for 2021. I also really like to feature folks with outside-the-box private practices. Folks like Kelly Warren-Jewart, who has a hippotherapy-based private practice, and Kate Williams, and also Melissa Wolock, who both offer a more holistic approach, incorporating life coaching and mindset work into their private practices. I've also featured people who focus on specialty areas, people like Laurie Milnitsky with fluency, and Autumn Bryant and Elizabeth Perry with accent modification. And something that used to be outside of the box was telepractice, but COVID sure changed that, didn't it? But before we were all doing teletherapy, people like Amber White, Kevin Dorman, Michelle Lachman, they were all trendsetters. Michelle was even doing telepractice from Bali. And then I also featured Mikkel Smith, who started her very own telepractice platform called Therapy. And book authors. There are several SLPs who have been featured on the podcast who are authors. Folks like Jeanette Washington, Susanna Silva, who, fun fact, we went to high school together in New Orleans, Dr. Tanita Kearney, Adrian Fuller, and Farah Augustover. Here's a really fun thing, a little story about Farah, which is that she was super pregnant during the recording. And like after it was over, we recorded it at night. And the episode went kind of long because we were super chatty. But she and her husband went for a big long walk after the episode. And I'm pretty sure her son was born a few days later. Also, professors and people who teach, Yvette McCoy, Dr. Jamie Fisher, and also Susanna Silva, who I mentioned earlier. And nonprofits, Hillary Cooper, Sarah Hamill, and Stephanie Izzy, who are actually also sisters. 
and Trina Pryor and Jill Payne, who are business partners. And coming soon, there's going to be an episode with Sandy Dorsey of Smiles for Speech. So a lot of people are thinking about not only starting private practices, but also starting nonprofits. So you should definitely listen to those episodes. We've also had people talk about adult-focused private practices. People like Katie Brown, Zach Smith, Stephanie O'Silas, and more. Lots of people tend to think about pediatric private practices, but there are also many adult-focused practices that serve people with stroke, brain injury, dysphagia, and more. There's less competition amongst adult practices, and once you become the go-to person in your area, getting referrals from neurologists, neuropsychologists, otolaryngologists, and more are much easier. I've also shared stories of people who proudly serve rural areas, folks like Aaron Anderson, Vanessa Anderson-Smith, and Elizabeth Morrison. Those clinicians feel strongly that they want to provide excellent care to people who would otherwise go without services. And guess what? Their private practices are booming because there's almost no competition. So it's easy to be the only name in town. And by that, I mean several towns. On the flip side, I think it's always fun to hear from private practitioners who work in Manhattan. So two great examples of that are Rosemary Ott and Sandy Dorsey, who shared stories about being private practitioners in New York City. I also really enjoyed the episode that I recorded with David Dean. Now, I haven't had many males on the show, which I would like to change, but there were some lessons in that episode that we talked about where he shared more of a male perspective, and I really appreciated that, and I hope that the listeners did too. And for the record, I always think that starting with EI contracts is a great way to go, and that's what David talks about in his episode. Another one of my personal favorite episodes was the one with Amanda Townsend, where she talked about going all in with her private practice. She's from Wisconsin, and she has that wonderful Wisconsin accent and is so bubbly and talks about why she left the schools and also how she justifies private pay to parents. That episode is really good, especially if you're working with private pay clients. I also had an absolute blast recording an episode with my business buddy, Teresa Richard. We basically just riffed off of each other and talked about lessons that we've learned becoming SLPs turned business owners and why we're both so dedicated to helping SLPs know better and do better. So if you are curious about how successful business women think, listen to our episode because it will be like being a fly on the wall. Jesse Ginsburg's episode was another particular favorite because she and I got to nerd out about our favorite business books and things like organization charts and how she started her private practice and grew it to a level where she is mostly out of the day-to-day. And so how she spends her time is now as the CEO of her practice, but how she also created an education company where she sells digital courses. Jessie has found a way to increase her income and her impact. Now, I know I'm leaving people out. A hundred episodes is a lot. Most podcasts don't make it past 14 episodes and many just have one. So to get to 100 is amazing and it feels so good. Doing the podcast is one of my most favorite things. And so going forward, there will be more episodes, more lessons learned and journeys to share. 
People volunteer their time to do the podcast and they share my mission, right? They want to help their fellow SLPs get started easier than they did and show people what's possible. As you listen to any of the episodes, listen for similarities between yourself and the guest, because if they can do it, you can do it. So what about you? What was your favorite episode of the podcast? DM me over on Instagram. I'm at independent clinician because I would love to hear from you. So what's next on the podcast? Well, the most immediate changes that you'll notice is that the podcast episodes are going to start coming out on Mondays instead of Saturdays. Another thing that you'll notice is that there's a new intro and also a new cover art. And I always kind of hate it when my favorite podcasts redo their introductions, but I'm excited about this new one and I hope that it really pumps you up. People have told me that they've listened to the podcast while training for marathons, on long walks, while cleaning their house, and certainly to and from their day jobs when they're dreaming of a new job, one that they create for themselves, one that brings that freedom, flexibility, and financial abundance that they want and need. So yes, I promise there will be more interviews, but I'm also going to start doing some more solo shows, sharing some business tips, and who knows, I got a few other tricks up my sleeve. So that's the podcast, 100 episodes down and on to the next 100. Another major milestone that I'm celebrating today is my 40th birthday, January 30th. I don't know about you, but I hated middle school and my teen years, and I always hoped that I would be more comfortable as an adult, and well, I am. I loved my 20s, I loved my 30s, and I'm confident that I will love my 40s too. I honestly feel like I'm just getting started, even though I've been helping SLPs start private practices for 13 years. 13 years! That's crazy! And I'm not going anywhere. Well, I'm not planning to go anywhere. As time goes on, I've helped more and more people, and my process for doing it becomes more refined. I know what SLPs need, and I'm happy to provide it. There are four things that I'm prioritizing going forward into this next decade. So in order, they are family, fitness, fun, and financial abundance. I have two wonderful kids and an amazing wife. And COVID has really sucked a lot of the fun away, but I have enjoyed spending more time with my family. Believe me, I can't wait to go places again But in the meantime, we've spent a lot of time together playing games, cooking, and going for family hikes. Another thing that I'm going to be spending more time on this year and focusing on is fitness and my health. Now, I don't have any health problems, but I really do need to focus on losing weight and also my fitness. And I can't keep putting that off. You know, that's one of these things with these milestone birthdays, right? They really get you reflecting and making plans to make change. In terms of fun, well, I need more hobbies. My business started off as a hobby and then it grew. And then when I finally stopped treating it like a hobby, I turned it into a real company. And now as of this recording, I have 10 people who work for me now to support this business and also to support our students. And it's going to continue to grow. One of the cool things is that the needs of my students have grown and changed. 
I still serve a lot of beginners and will continue to do so, but beginners have become more advanced and have different needs. So the Start Your Private Practice system will continue to grow and will continue to support regular SLPs who want to become successful private practitioners. And my new programs, Six Figure Private Practice and the Scale Your Private Practice Mastermind, will help those who already have practices, but now they need help with increasing their income, hiring a terrific team, getting systems in place, and truly stepping into the role of CEO. Those programs are launching this year, and I'm really, really excited about them. So that's my plan. I'm a natural born helper, and over time, who I've chosen to help has changed. Initially, it was my patients, and now my ideal clients are speech language pathologists. And that's because that I believe that SLPs are the best people. SLPs are so deserving and so smart. And we're not respected enough and not paid enough. And I want to change that. I often say, don't wait for the life that you want. Create it. I can honestly say that I have created a life that I love. I have a wonderful family. And when I am working in my business, it doesn't feel like work. I have a dream and a vision that private practice will rise in popularity that more and more SLPs will choose to start their own businesses and leave schools and leave hospitals that don't respect you or compensate you for your time or expertise. So as I enter my 40th year, I want to invite you to join my mission. If you want support as a beginner who needs help to get their ducks in a row and get their first clients, or you're a more advanced private practitioner who needs help with increasing your income, better marketing, hiring, developing systems, let me help you with that. It would be my pleasure. Send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at independent clinician and tell me a little bit about yourself and I'll ask you some questions and I'll figure out how I can best serve you. So thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope that you'll go back and listen or re-listen to the episodes that I mentioned earlier, but I just want to say one more time that it is truly an honor and a pleasure to serve you, my wonderful audience. So till next week, go out there and change some lives. Help more people, but don't forget to help yourself and your family too. I decided to invest in the Start Your Private Practice program because I honestly had no idea where to start. (laughs) And I just didn't really have the confidence or the know-how to be able to do that. So it was really nice to have a system that was all set up for me. I didn't have to reinvent the wheel or start from scratch. It was all there for me. And I was able to land a client within about the first week and a half of me going public with my private practice. So now I have 12 clients. It is such an invigorating and amazing experience. If you want help to start your speech therapy private practice, then head on over to startyourprivatepractice.com backslash waitlist so that you will be notified as soon as we reopen the doors to the Start Your Private Practice system. Again, that's startyourprivatepractice.com backslash waitlist. I cannot wait to help you start your private practice. Well, this episode might be over, but we don't have to say goodbye. 
Head on over to independentclinician.com for resources that will help you at each stage of your private practice journey. If you're on Instagram, let's connect. Follow me and send me a DM. I'm at independent clinician. And if you're on Facebook, make sure that you join the SLP and OT Private Practice Beginners Facebook group. All right, off to help more regular SLPs and OTs become successful private practitioners. Let me know if I can help you too.